Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. We have another fantastic episode for you. What an insane week it's been, and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon, it's Wednesday. Hump day. Woo! For Alex Jones and Roger Stone. <laughs> Did they share a woman? We're going to talk about it. Oh, my God. We also have a big bill that was passed by the Democratic Party, which we'll get into. Both of those stories have been overshadowed, however, by the FBI. Finally, mm-hmm. conservatives in this country want to defund the feds. Oh. I love it. This <laughs> Al Capone era the FBI is in is certainly making for a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of interesting conversation. We will obviously be discussing what happened this week when it comes to the National Archives mm. using the FBI to go collect some goods that Donald Trump <laughs> stole from the White House. We are going to talk about this in a nuanced way. Obviously, just from a outside perspective, Holy crap. Whoa, it was a bombshell. It was insane. Twitter almost broke. A former (laughs) FBI, a former president's house has been raided by the FBI, the beautiful Mar-a-Lago. Oh. (laughs) You don't see that every freaking day. They never raided Calvin Coolidge's house, I'll tell you that much. And dare I say... Didn't have that in my 2022 bingo card. <laughs> yeah, nowhere Classic. near it. Absolutely. So we're going to break this down, the nuances. I I don't want to sit here and pretend as if we love the FBI, the way that J. Edgar Hoover and all the other <laughs> psychopaths oh, history. destroyed the civil rights era, destroyed and uh, mutilated and brutalized anyone who had the audacity to demand rights right. that weren't being given to them, despite the fact our Constitution says we should all have equal rights under the law. That's not what got the conservative party upset when it comes to the FBI. No, sir. It's because they went and they sniffed around the toilets (laughs) of one of their favorite fat fucks, Donald (laughs) Trump. But we're going to break that down. But first... Let's get into some lighter news. Well, I haven't actually seen his wife, so it might be heavier news. I really don't know. Alex Jones. (laughs) Yikes. When the lawyers for Alex Jones sent over his entire phone. As we covered on the last show. To the opposing lawyers. Again, the lawyers defending the parents (laughs) of Sandy Hook victims. We found out some information that. None of us wanted to know. Oops. (laughs) Roger Stone, of course, he's close with Travis Irvine, and I want to hear your thoughts on the fact. Okay. That Roger Stone received a sexy text from Alex Jones <laughs> that was a picture of his naked-breasted wife. Now, on a serious note, we don't know if this was a consensual sharing right. of mm-hmm. this photo. If not, it could be illegal on Alex Jones's part. However, we also know Roger Stone, and I'm just assuming Alex Jones, have a little bit of eyes wide shut activity going on <laughs> every other month or so. Oh. Roger Stone, a notorious swinger. Oh, yes. Of course, if you've seen the documentary Get Me Roger Stone, you'll mm-hmm. know that in the 1990s, Roger was actually fired from the Bob Dole presidential campaign. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Uh, Bob Dole. Eh, we can't have a guy like that on this campaign. He's a swinger. Absolutely. He's swinging too hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Look at those pictures. That's his wife. Uh, Bob Dole's, his pen's getting hard. (laughs) He really is Bob Dole. Again, he's a war hero to some degree, but there's something about surviving World War II that really messes with your penmanship. He just died. 
Yes. By the way. I Bob know. Dole, hell that, of a run. That was a hell of a run. He even endorsed Trump before he died. A different era for the Republican Party, obviously, again, as the frog slowly boils, we're seeing more and more supposed or previously thought of as rational Republicans Mm. supporting Donald Trump, including the aforementioned Bob Dole, a man who I can't exactly say was like hyperbolic. No. And uh, yeah, when Bob Dole ran against Bill Clinton in 96, Roger was on the campaign. Roger ended up getting fired because him and his wife were putting up ads featuring pictures of their bodies. Their faces Mm. were blurred out, but not too well. Um, You know, this is back in the classified ads days, Mm. and they were seeking couples to Mm. hang out with. And and again, more power. Literally more power to you. You want to go swinging? You want to get the stone bone? Have at it. Right. It's just a little bit humorous in the context of the Alex Jones situation. Yes. Yes. And of course, in hindsight, with the Republicans in the 90s, they were all about them family values. Mm -hmm. Some of them still are, but again, as we're about to see with this, uh, a lot of them keep a lot of secrets from the public. As we learned from Pornhub, family values usually (laughs) now entails people having sex with each other. Let's play Mark Bankston. Now, this dude's a lawyer. Again, he's the one defending the families for Sandy Hook, and uh, this is him. He's actually on the Young Turks here, so we want to give them a little credit for that, uh, for this interview, and let's just play this little sound here coming from Mark Bankston, the attorney who received this salacious photo. Mm. Mr. Jones said that there was a, an intimate photo of his wife on the phone. That I can also confirm that's true. And I normally <laughs> wouldn't talk about that in public, um, but there is a public interest angle into this mm-hmm. is that I'm a little concerned about it because that intimate photo was sent to Roger Stone. And I don't know if that Whoa. was consensual. And if it wasn't consensual, and Mrs. Wolf <laughs> Jones should know about that, and there might be something that needs to be done about that. And again, it could be totally consensual. But when I see that, and I don't see any indication that it was. Um, I'm, I'm concerned something might not be on the up and up with that. There are certainly laws in certain states about that. Folks, Whoa. the thing that's on the up and up, folks, Whoa. is my cock. Hey, Roger, Whoa. look at my wife's tits. <laughs> hey, Roger. Okay, current wife or ex-wife? What wife is it? Is it Who clear? Knows? We're not sure. Well, it's, it's, it's some unlucky woman. <laughs> Yeah, either way, she's married to Alex Jones or was at some point. I mean, again, so the context is we covered on the last show. Alex Jones's lawyers, they gave the opposing attorneys for the Sandy Hook parents too much material, perhaps on purpose to to spark a mistrial. But uh, instead, who knows? But instead, what they did was not declare any of it privilege or you know any yes. legal a category whatsoever for twelve days, which means the attorneys for the Sandy Hook parents can now use all of it, and they can also talk publicly about oh all of it. And I'm sure the parents for the Sandy Hook victims are thrilled. Oh, to sure. be able to look at the cooch <laughs> that Alex Jones has been sniffing on. Come on. Uh, Fuck, she's is... full of supplements. Don't you dare say that about my ex-wife or current wife's cooch. <laughs> 1776, folks. <laughs> this man is such a grifter. No one should ever take him seriously. The fact that he wants to be taken seriously and spreads lies the way that he did and does completely discredits him in every way. And if it does come out that he just randomly sent a nude that theoretically his wife sent him in confidence to a douchebag like Roger Stone. <laughs> Yikes. What? This dude is almost 50. Yeah. This isn't like in high school. This is like, well, we have to call you into the office. This is really inappropriate. And perhaps even going further than that when it comes to the legality of something mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. So if you're this is just another example of just how trashy and how horrible these people are and what they say as they speak out of both sides of their mouth, as Irvine just said, with family values, mm-hmm. gays are turning our kids into frogs. I got it all wrong, folks. <laughs> ah, you're going to need some supplements. Why do they think that everyone is a horrible, psychotic, sex fiend maniac? Because that's who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. They're looking in the mirror. And they're yelling at themselves in the mirror. (laughs) And then they take that act and they put it out there on their programs. I mean, Alex Jones even went on a tirade 
on his show, InfoWars, uh, talking about how the families have this picture, and he failed to mention that it was again his Him own lawyer sending it. Do you it think they want to look at it? It's like it, it wasn't a Perry Mason moment as much as a Rick Perry Mason moment. Oops, oops, because buddy, you can't do that. It is funny. It not that this is a good thing, but it is what it is. Sometimes yes. you might really someone's a ten right to you, okay. and then you find out like, oh, they fucked Lumberg like from Office Space, right? <laughs> he was like because he thought Lumberg was the boss. That he hated right. and then he couldn't stop fantasizing about the girl that he liked banging this boss that he hated of course it turned out to be a different Lumberg mm. but there is something about people now seeing this woman that fucked Alex Jones and for her whether she be a 10 or not like if you find out on the third date like so who's your ex-husband <laughs> Oh, it was Alex Jones. Like, wow. wow. Well, game changer. You can't do that, man. Game over, man. The date's done. <laughs> yeah. She'll find herself somebody who really loves him, and I'm sure she'll, I'm sure he'll uh, be thrilled uh, to be the uh, second uh, drafted quarterback. <laughs> oh, boy. That's been inside of that gal. To Alex Jones. Well, we've all seen the pictures of Alex Jones with the shirt off. Oh, right? he's buff. You got the, the before where he's all pale and fat, <laughs> yeah. and then the after where he's all tan and fat. And fat, <laughs> but strong man fat. Uh, I'm going to space. He has the perfect alpha body. He looks sticky. But like slick, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, 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 like oh, you know? maybe they really are turning the people into frogs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the one thing that. I would say about Alex Jones, like, why did he? Why did his breed mm. make it? Like all of us, we have our skills that would have lasted in the jungle. Mm. I would have been able to tear down a tree, and Fernando, mm. you would have been able to say, "Oh, Ben, let's do that together." And I say, "Thank you." I'll you're build hired. traps. I'll build traps. Build right. traps. And he's then, an engineer. And then yeah. Travis Irvine, he's been a grifter since <laughs> since the caveman era. Absolutely. You'd be like, "Hey, it smells like fire." Are you guys eating anything over here? Yeah. And then now we're friends. Yeah. So that's how that works. Great. <laughs> Alex Jones, I don't, he could survive, a tr I, he could survive any fall from any tree in the world. Sure. <laughs> I just feel like he's got one of those bodies where like, Ugh. he'll just bounce I know right back up. Well, but he don't... doesn't bounce. It's like, it's like, a, like, it's like a, it goes in, but then, you know. I mean, don't forget, he also promised that he would eat his own neighbors if he had to. I will eat my neighbors. <laughs> oh, I see you. I see you looking at me from over there, buddy. Your leg looks pretty good. Roger Stone went from banging out some super hot chicks in the 90s and 80s with, again, a beautiful wife. And I'm not indicting anybody who does this activity. But now he's getting sent secret sex from Alex Jones <laughs> that are pictures of his nude wife. What a, you gotta be like, if you're <clears throat> Roger Stone, like, what do you, like, thank you. Yeah, sure. What do you say? I don't, what am I, I supposed to do with this information? I don't know. I always, I still wonder what Roger is telling the FBI or not telling the FBI these days. I mean, he had to have some type of plea deal going on, and if he sent his own buddy Alex Jones up the river. Buddy, you can't do that, man. Well, it will be an interesting thing what happens with Roger Stone the rest of his life, and of course uh, Alex Jones as well. Um, certainly he is uh, in financial ruin uh. now that it will be around a $50 million settlement mm. and that he will be forced to pay or file for bankruptcy, and we'll see what happens. Of course, he's been basically... Uh, everyone's like, oh, he's deplatformed. He has a website. He's uh, still has right. yeah. yeah. You know, he just, yeah. we've been deplatformed. We're not on YouTube. Every time we <laughs> fucking post something on YouTube, it gets kicked off. Like everyone, he's been shadow banned. It's like, no, they have really stupid rules, which is my, <laughs> my Instagram is about to be uh, shut off because I think I called somebody a witch. I was like, look at these bad witches. Oh. And then they're like, that's offensive. Were they dressed as witches? No, it was like a picture of Henry and I. Oh. There was another picture of Ed and I that they just continually took down. And I was just starting to think it was because of our look and it's our size. And I was like, you're offensive, Ben. You're not supposed to be on there. This is too many pictures of Puffin? They didn't complain about that. Oh, well, then that's I think the that's secret. right there. That's in the that's in the Instagram wheelhouse. Pictures of dogs work. <laughs> Great. Anyway, well, speaking of... Um, I guess dogs. Why not? Mm. <laughs> Democrats. Uh, let's talk about this. This is a big bill that was passed. Uh, the U.S. Senate passes major health tax and climate bill. Now, this is a big boost for the Democrats, theoretically. Uh, Kamala Harris. We did it, John. We did it. We did it, John. She broke the tie. It was a 50-50 tie in the uh, Senate, obviously going down partisan lines. Uh, but before we get to the big FBI raid on old Donnie's toilets, 
Um, tell us a little bit about this, Travis. Well, it was a big, comprehensive bill. Obviously, uh, the first version that the progressives wanted, I believe, was a, a tr- over trillion-dollar bill okay. last year. And Joe Manchin and K- Kirsten Sinema, they were not having it. They couldn't it. have it. Um, but uh, what's interesting is Manchin, like a good Democrat, you know, credit where credit's due, he went to Schumer, and they've been working on this deal pretty much for the last year, mm-hmm. a 750-plus page uh, reconciliation bill. Ooh, so the way the Democrats lot. get this through the Senate with their 50-50 uh, party line, you know, mm-hmm. again, it's even split. And then you got Kamala. We did it, Joe. Harris uh, breaking the tie with the 51st vote there as vice president. Uh, reconciliation bills uh, basically have a different rule to them. So you don't need the 60-vote threshold. If it just concerns budget and revenue, if it's oh. not actually changing any laws, then the mm. parliamentarian got allows it. it to just move forward as a budget bill and you just need um, a majority of votes. So So the compromise here is, as Travis just said, it was over a trillion dollars last year. It is now $700 billion. Uh, This hopefully can move the needle in a positive direction for the Dems. At the very least, they did something. Right. Uh, This is what Biden said in a statement. If you want to read this in your best Joe Biden, Travis Irvine, a.k.a. Joe Pop, he's with us. Listen here, Corn Pop. <laughs> Today, Senate Democrats sided with American families over special interests. That's just George W. Bush. That's George. <laughs> let me, they, they, they kind of blend together, to be honest. All right, hold on, Rob. You me, did. Me, you did learn from the Henry Zabrowski school of impressions. So I did. Everything slowly just turns Polish. <laughs> yes. Eventually, it just turns into Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> Today, Senate Democrats sided with American families. That's Bernie. That's not Bernie. No, anything. That's, no, no, no. That's Bernie, would be, Bernie would be more like this. <laughs> Today, Senate Democrats sided with American families over special interest, voting to lower the cost of prescription drugs, health insurance, and everyday energy costs, and reduce the deficit while making the wealthiest corporations finally pay their fair share. Wow, Biden wants to thank you for that. You just helped him out <laughs> a lot with the progressives. No, you sounded like Dennis Miller. Oh, is yeah. what it was. All right. Well, Biden's about as nervous as uh, Nellie Wood on a flatboat. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Thank you, that Dennis. Poor girl. So, nonetheless, for Joe Bob Biden, he spent a lot of time in the basement struggling <laughs> with COVID or not struggling with it. He right. seems like he's fine, although he did just sign uh, another COVID piece of legislation and coughed throughout the entire thing, <laughs> wow. which I thought was actually apropos. It almost made yeah, sense. Good visual. Uh, this is what Chuck Schumer had to say. Again, Chuck Schumer, I'm no massive fan whatsoever, but if this can help middle class Americans, I am in favor of it. And as we've talked about before, we do need clean energy in this country. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's getting easier and easier and easier to afford. It is getting better in quality. Mm-hmm. I drive a Chevy Silverado. I'm mm. a Silverado man. Mm. But as soon as clean cars or at least cars that can have both the dualies mm-hmm. with the little uh, oil, with the gas and uh, and some uh, green energy sources, uh, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, and this bill, again, has been a long time in the making, and it's got several moving parts, right? You mm-hmm. do have the climate aspect of it. And what Manchin got out of this was more tax incentives for oil and coal and, and gas and the type of fossil fuel industries that he stands up for, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the coal companies back in West Virginia or just the, again, multiple fossil fuel companies that are giving him a ton of cash. And obviously, I know wherever there is cash, there is corruption, but I've said it before, in order to avoid foreign wars we do have to be energy independent and obviously we want to limit oil we want to make sure that our natural gas is being used wisely fracking these conversations can definitely and should occur Uh, when it comes to the keystone pipeline i wasn't against the pipeline in its idea but i was against where they were putting it right because they tend to put these pipelines in areas that are already economically devastated Mm -hmm. and then you also have a feeling where they don't maybe incentivize making sure that they don't effing leak all over the place and clean (laughs) water sources so there's a lot of issues it's not about oil perhaps as much as it is about making sure that this shit doesn't pollute every damn thing that goes into our bodies. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, again, it's it's basically a compromise, right? It's giving something to the fossil fuel industry to continue to uh, basically take advantage of the resources that we do have here in this mm-hmm. country. It's opening up federal lands to uh, drilling and, and things like that, which obviously a lot of environmentalists are not happy about. But then the compromise, again, is that you have billions and billions of funding to clean energy sources, and that is essentially the balance. So obviously some climate folks say this doesn't go far enough, that you're basically uh, equaling out 
the carbon emissions that you'll continue right. to do with the fossil fuels while also investing in clean energy. But a lot of people say this is better than nothing. It's mm-hmm. farther than the U.S. has ever gone with yes. climate change policy yes. ever before. And again, because it's got several moving parts, it, uh, all of those tax incentives for clean energy or for the fossil fuel industry are all funded by basically closing tax loopholes and putting more money into the IRS to close tax loopholes for billionaires. You've uh, got the corporate tax going up to 15 mm-hmm. percent for any company that makes over a billion dollars and so on and so forth. Uh, there were things that Kirsten Cinema, because apparently uh, she's supported mostly by hedge fund people. Yeah, she got a tax. Tax provision taken out that uh, would have added fourteen billion extra dollars into the the government's coffers over the next ten years, um, which would have taxed hedge fund earnings. Basically, it is oh, a, right. a discrepancy in terms of how hedge funds declare earnings. So it's very hyper specific. But right. once she got that out and Manchin got his fossil fuel mm. spending in there then the bill was good to go. And of course, let's not forget the people participating in insider trading. I'll just say Nancy Pelosi. Just right. because oh, wow. You, who, her, wow. She's just the most obvious, but it happens right. all over yes. people in the House and in the Senate. A lot of money got shifted around in the markets because mm-hmm. of this. It yeah. is what it is. Again, we're looking at the brighter side of it. Right. But of course, in a compromise, there's always going to be some issues, specifically Republicans successfully stripping a provision that would cap insulin co-pays at $35 in <sighs> private he- private in- in health insurance plans. And of course, for that, they cited budget rules, they- not mm. the fact that they're in big pharma's pocket right. and really want people to die from well, diabetes. And this is the other part of the many moving parts of the right. bill is health care. And this is where there's a lot of good things happening uh, when it comes to uh, Medicare mm-hmm. in terms of what it covers, uh, certain expensive medicines that is now going to cap, basically. And of course, Medicare covers elderly people and the very, very poor people with disabilities and things like that. So you have a lot of reforms in terms of um, Medicare being allowed to negotiate prices. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. Obviously, again, a compromise. They're not going to let it take place until 2026, which means four more years of big pharma basically controlling the prices, whether it's dealt with with the government or in uh, private areas. Um, But again, they've moved the needle very far forward on a lot of different issues Mm -hmm. that Democrats have been talking about for a long time. So again, not perfect, but it feels like a win. And yeah, that insulin provision coming out again. Why would the Republicans do it? It was also a parliamentarian kind of ruling, though, that it changes policy. It doesn't necessarily just deal with budget or revenue. So that's why they were able to kind of tackle that. But I believe the Democrats have already said that they plan because insulin provisions. I mean, Susan Collins was all for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Capping insulin prices is a it's a bipartisan issue, basically. And so I think they will get back to that later right. this fall. And seven seven Republicans did vote with the Democrats on the insulin amendment. Bill right. Cassidy, John Kennedy, Susan Collins, Josh Hawley. He tells you how to be a man. Wait a minute. What? Cindy Hyde-Smith, Lisa Murkowski, and Dan Sullivan. When it comes to Raphael Warnock, that was his massive provision uh, that he wanted to have in the bill. Again, that was ousted. It was bopped. That was the pus that left the pimple because the Republicans just couldn't deal with affordable health care in any possible way. But again, if you are Warnock, if you are the Democratic Party, that is something that you can run on. Oh, yeah. Uh, as uh, again, the midterms mm-hmm. continue to heat up. So that is a big deal. Interesting legislation moving forward. And obviously, as we've said, it's good. It's bad, but I think overall it's a net positive. Net positive for the Democrats going forward. They got something very big done. Um, And again, this goes to the House now. It goes to the House this week on Friday. And then in theory, as long as they approve and there's not too many shenanigans happening there, it'll go to Joe Biden's desk. So there you go. It's, uh, you know, again, it's one of those. uh, That's how the sausage is made. You know, the meat and potatoes of the policy and federal legislation. Mm-hmm. And the expectation is that it's going to pass in the House. The expectation, yes, because the it Democrats better they, have, they got the dang thing. Right. right. But, you know, there's there could be some little there's changes. There's always new me- mechanisms. Yeah, and shenanigans again. But, you know, you don't have the filibuster in the House like you have in the Senate. So right. the fact that it was able to get through the Senate, and again, you know, these these 
Republicans who do support things, even if it's just seven of them uh, supporting things like that. This all got through what they call a Votorama session on Saturday, yeah. where every senator is out there trying to get their amendments in there. Bernie, you know, we did we mentioned Bernie on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried to get several things, child tax credits back in there, things mm, like that. That's but, the thing. It is but, a centrist bill. Yeah, because for sure. And that's why yeah. Schumer, anytime anything progressive came up. Um, no one wanted to tinker with it because they'd right. gotten it this far. And with Manchin signing off and Cinema signing off, it's just like, you know what, Dems, don't touch it. Don't get mess Kamala with it. in yeah. here, pass it, get it to the house, get it to Joe, and we're done. And there was something, again, when it comes to anyone listening right now that is more libertarian leaning when you hear the budget, they already have our money. Mm-hmm. Right. So just do something with it that could perhaps make a little bit of money in investing in clean and uh, energy that's also a good job creator. Uh, there's a lot of potential trickle-down positive effects. Right. And again, the taxes that they are increasing is corporate tax, bringing right. it back to 15%. Which, oh my old. God, I can't believe it. You know what and was it, such an... It, oh, it's on. only for companies that make over a billion dollars. Right. So It is so funny. I think a lot of people realized how crazy our tax system is with the with, with the, the billionaire with the billionaire yes. who won the lottery yes. <laughs> 1.3 billion and they only t- not only but they took home 430 million so basically the lottery even though it's bought with money that is already taxed right mm-hmm. uh they just go in and they double dip and yes. the uh the big winner was the IRS with the $800 million. <laughs> well, some people argue the big winner with this bill is the IRS because they put in More enough money. funding, mm-hmm. $73 billion with a B, into the IRS, and that is to hire, uh, I think, up to 80,000 more IRS workers oh, to I basically don't like that. go. But they're going after tax cheats. They're going after closing tax loopholes in theory. And again, this is in theory. They're going after these billionaires the companies, who, right. and the companies who aren't paying their fair share. I mean, Joe Biden even said when he was talking about the bill that he's from Delaware and he, plenty of corporations have their tax havens in Delaware. And he believes people should at least pay their fair share and pay a little bit more. But the big warning here is they're also going to start going after crypto, after Bitcoin, oh, it's after already Venmo started. charges. It's already, they're literally yeah. going to start cracking down on electric currencies and uh, cryptocurrencies. Well, don't nickel and dime the middle class. Please. Uh, that would be a failure on the Democrat part, obviously. Absolutely. So I have a question then. So, Travis, you said a lot of these provisions won't take place until 2026. What's... Well, some of them. It's different for everybody. The, right. the corporate tax goes into effect after this year, for okay. example. What what stops, say, the next president, who's possibly Republican, from... Yes. Changing oh, everything. Buddy. Oh, buddy, you you just read my brain when I was reading that article. <laughs> well, because I mean, there's so many things in there. But it's actually going through the House and the Senate. It's going to be voted on. This isn't an executive order that can just be erased. Right, 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 right. But you can also, just because you're giving these different agencies the, these tools, right, the IRS or, uh, again, whoever is passing down the tax incentives for the, you know, the Department of Energy, so on and so forth, depending on who is in charge of those agencies, who's the secretary of this, who's the secretary of that in the future, I'm sure they will all have their own different spin on it. I mean, another amendment that Mm. I believe uh, one of the Republicans tried to get through was um, basically, oh, Langford from Oklahoma tried to get an extension of Title 42 into this bill. And everyone was like, no, 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 we're not doing immigration right now, sir, from Oklahoma. (laughs) Langford, a man who proves that people in the Senate don't take adrenochrome (laughs) uh, because he looks as if he is dead. All right. (laughs) And even more so than Chuck Grassley. Somehow, Chuck Grassley, again, he has to die this year. Most of our <laughs> predictions have come true. Pretty much. I did say Chuck Grassley was going to die. I think it is the beginning of the beginning of the end. He did take to Twitter. He did. Uh, to talk about some of the most important things happening in our country, mainly that he can't go to his family reunion <laughs> yes. because Chuck Schumer is making him go to work. Right, exactly. So I guess that's it. Here's the world's smallest violin. Yeah. Um, Wow, what a slap in the face to everyone who has to go to work and miss family events. Yeah, and Chuck Grassley has been in office since before Kennedy was president. He's 88. Yeah, so you know, if you want to go hang out with your family more. Please go. Just retire. retire. (laughs) Thank you. Go away, Chuck. God. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, let's move on to the biggest story of the week. (laughs) Right, the only story that could overshadow this big victory for the Democrats is this thing. Well, this is this is salacious, right? This has everything. You got the FBI. You have a former president. You have should they or shouldn't have they broken in Mm. or raided rather or exacted a search warrant into Mar-a-Lago at the behest of the National Archive. Now, National Archive. Uh, They have said that they have asked Donald Trump for the archives that he took from the White House upon leaving. Now, this is a bit of a gray area because Donald Trump, of course, as president at that time, has almost like a Pontius Pilate, uh, the ability to say nothing is classified. Mm, Ah. And uh, did he do that? Did he not do that? Did he take the proper steps or did he just spit on the boxes and say declassified? Right. Mm. We just don't know. The one thing I want to point out, number one, before we get into this is sometimes entities you don't like still do things that may be good. So I'm going to use a football analogy. NFC North. That's the Green Bay Packers, right? (laughs) The Green Bay Packers, it's the Detroit Lions, it's the Minnesota Vikings, and it's the Chicago Bears. Mm. Let's say the Packers and the Vikings are tied for the NFC North, right? All right. And the Vikings are playing the Bears. Okay. Okay. And I want the Bears to beat the Vikings because then the Packers get the NFC North. Now, I hate the Bears. I am. But in this case, I'm going to be rooting for them. Oh, because I fucking hate the Vikings. There you go. <laughs> and I want the and I want the Packers to win the NFC North. And I kind of feel like that in this situation, only if mm. the FBI mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. provides us with evidence right. and a rational reason for the raid. Because otherwise, this entire thing could blow up in their face and be absolutely horrendous. I am a little bit nervous. For our country, mm-hmm. even Rachel Maddow, I did watch a little bit of MSNBC. I try not to consume too much television news because it warps the mind. But I do think that she said something inappropriate when she said it's sad. Mm. It's sad that a former president had their house raided by that, the FBI. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah the absolutely. Fact that they were, the fact absolutely. that we're here, yeah, of course, when you hear the news, your initial knee-jerk reaction is... That dumb, dumpy fuck. Sure. Like the, I just want. I was talking with Henry about it before we did open lines on Sirius Radio. How I just wished I want to just throw tomatoes at him. I want to see <laughs> Donald Trump in his white shorts that he wears <laughs> for golf without a shirt on. And I want everyone to throw tomatoes on him and rotten food at him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the man needs to be in prison, but he needs to be publicly shamed on a regular basis, like every Thursday. Oh yeah. But if they don't come up with anything, <sighs> and this entire thing plays out to be hyper political. And then the right is going to fundraise and fundraise and fundraise. The left is obviously going to use this as a fundraiser as well. But we already have people like the aforementioned, we've been talking about her, uh, Miss Lake out of Arizona, the gubernatorial candidate now. This is going to be a boom for people like her, Finchman, Jim Jordan. Oh, Jim Sweeten. These people are going to be making a lot of money on this. And so the FBI, I really just hope they... You got to come clean and you got to tell us what you got and you got to do it fast. Yeah. Tell us what it was all about. I mean, obviously, again, they, as you said, it's linked to the fact that he took documents he shouldn't have taken. Uh, and you, But also, don't you think like out of all the GN6 stuff, out of all the stuff we know about out him, of all the stuff, you're like, oh, he it's. This is like a really serious librarian. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, we're gonna get our book back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you took our book, so and we're gonna we need that back. But what did you guys think when you heard it was the National Archive that that was the reason because he took the fifteen boxes out of the White House? What did you guys think? I mean, like you said, when this story broke, everyone went bananas. Even Ice T tweeted. <laughs> I sent Pop that one to nine. you guys, and I was like, what? If Ice T is tweeting about it, it's a big deal. And so this broke Twitter. It broke the news day. It did. Again, everything that we've just talked about is overshadowed by this entire story. Um, but you're absolutely right, Ben. As clarity 
continues to evolve. And obviously, in the waning hours after the news first broke, I mean, you just saw conservatives start to go nuts. Yes, I mean, Trump already sent out a fundraising email on oh, that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to your point, Jim Jordan, all the acolytes, everyone's talking about how the Justice Department is now being weaponized. Now, we already know from the January 6th hearings, the committee hearings, that Trump was specifically using the Justice Department to go against people who stood up against him. or well, people- he put Whitaker in place. He put a lot of people in place that right. had no ability or history mm-hmm. with said power. Right, and he was sending people after elections officials. Yeah. I mean, he was that petty when it came down to it. Yes. So that's what's so fascinating now to hear the Trump acolytes saying that the Justice Department is being weaponized against Trump. Mm. Um, there's people straight up saying we have no country anymore. Our laws mean nothing. It It's all very hyperbolic right now. But Ben, you and I talked on the phone last night. That's how serious we got about it. <laughs> and when Steve Bannon went on Fox News, bro, this, this is a whole new level. Because don't forget, Steve Bannon is inspiring hundreds and hundreds of people to run for office all over the country for yes. those small offices like we've been talking secretary about. Your school state, board, your secretary of state. Yeah. These people will have big roles in terms of our elections mm-hmm. and state by state, local wherever it may be. And Steve Bannon is calling for Jim Jordan to become the next House Speaker. They're already going to throw Kevin McCarthy under the bus if the Republicans win in November. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about taking over the Judiciary Committee Mm -hmm. and basically taking the entire intelligence apparatus and shringing it down to his Mm -hmm. bare essentials because that's how corrupt they feel it is. And that could be a very scary thing going forward. Let's play this sound we got from DeVram from The Good Liars. This is Lauren Boebert. And I want to point out what you just said as well. Right now, obviously, the FBI did something that politically the right hates. Mm-hmm. So so they're just going to, we got to get rid of the FBI. They, they, they would never get rid of the FBI, right? Right. MTG would, tweeted, defund the FBI. With an upside down American flag. Yeah, I uh, couldn't so tell. So thank you so much. <laughs> exactly. I love that you're in the House of Representatives right. uh, doing that. Meanwhile, Colin Kaepernick took a knee and you couldn't fucking handle that uh, whatsoever. But this is Lauren Boebert and this is what she had to say. But I do want to talk after this. What happens if these uh, if the Trump wing wins? You know, you do get people like Finchman in Arizona, Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to fill this void with? Mm. It's going to be sycophants. It's going to be absolute, mm-hmm. utter Trump loyalists who are brain dead, except for two power, almost like a zombie. Mm. Let's listen to Lauren Boebert. Guys, I'm pissed. We are a nation of law and order, and this raid by the FBI on President Trump's home is totally un-American. This is Gestapo crap, and it will not stand. All right, Mm. it's Gestapo crap, and as we know, there's a lot of, mm, ooh, I'm blanking on the name now, flat chicken. Oh, Schnitzel. <laughs> so there's a lot of schnitzel in Gestapo crap. Oh. Going on with Candace Owens. Yeah, it was a long way to get there to derail the show. Sure, was it needed? Absolutely not. But hey, you know what? This is what you get. Uh, Candace Owens, she tweeted out, the FBI must be legally and formally dissolved. Dissolved. What uh. happened to President Trump is positively stunning. And a mark of unchecked government power, I no longer recognize the country I live in. Left or right, we must all come together to fight this evil. Is there a certain irony? Yes. <laughs> with the, again, yeah. with the right now, again, saying defund the FBI as the left was openly mocked by the right for saying defund the police. Yeah. Given, again, the militarization, the 1033 mm-hmm. program, the mm-hmm. fact that over-policing uh, happens on a rampant level. And as we know, many people die at the hand or the trigger of law enforcement all across this country. So there is just some... This is just a strange duality we're living in right now, huh? Oh, big time. I mean, it's hypocrisy on a whole new level. Just watching all of these conservatives say defund the FBI. Don't forget in 2016, when Jim Comey announced again late in October 2016 that they were reopening the Hillary Clinton into Hillary's emails. They love the FBI. They loved the FBI. And maybe, just maybe, James Comey, tall ass, cost Hillary the election because <laughs> mm. what did the FBI do then? They didn't follow up with any evidence. Right. right. They just and were so, reopening it in nature. If it does happen like that again, <sighs> no, maybe that- we can come together and say, fuck it, <laughs> let's gut it. But 
If not, then we do have to uh, look into these allegations and wonder, should Donald Trump be able to run for president again? Right. Well, and that's Fernando. You had that point before the show about if he is found guilty Mm -hmm. of of taking documents, he can't run, right? He can no longer run for public office. That would bar him from running for public office. And of course, that's what Steve Bannon was saying on Fox News last night when you and I were on the phone, Ben, Mm -hmm. about how this is a deliberate effort to make sure Donald Trump can't run in 2024 because they know he could win. And so they want to stop him this way. Again, that is conjecture from Steve Bannon and several other conservative talking heads. We are not endorsing that theory on this show. I, well, I don't know. I kind of am. Because, Whoa. come on, guys, this guy has faced two uh, impeachments. impeachments mm-hmm. Two impeachments. He's literally on trial now for an insurrection. <laughs> He's like a Dragon Ball Z character. Every time you almost kill him, <laughs> yes. he comes back stronger. Oh, yeah. That Did was... you feed him after midnight? God damn it. Like, oh, I no. mean, <laughs> think about the, uh, the everything Ben said basically scares me. Because think about how emboldened he oh, will yeah. be. If the FBI raided his home and found nothing, there will be no stopping him. Right. Well, and we have this clip, too, from Alex Dershowitz that we could uh, check out. Well, we can. Let's play that in a second. Alan Dershowitz, of course, a man uh, who is a scumbag in his own right. (laughs) Although if you do want to find a funny little video of uh, the fellow from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David and Alan Dershowitz fighting. uh, (laughs) They were up in the Hamptons. Yeah. They fought in like a grocery store. (laughs) It really was art meeting life. You also have people that are known grifters, known con people that were actively behind January 6th, like Representative Paul Gozer. Oof. Paul Gozer has come out and said, the FBI raid on Trump's home tells us one thing. Failure is not an option. We must destroy the FBI. We must save Whoa. America. I stand <sighs> with Donald J. Trump. Again, wow. the strange bedfellows. If you told me that these tweets were coming from right-wing Republicans, I'd be like, well, have I been voting for them? (laughs) But then you have to look at the full story, and they're only doing this for their own political reasons, and they're only doing this because they have some strange rationale for all the investigations. And that is... It's unprecedented. Donald Trump must be a victim because look at all these investigations. Mm. Or he is such a (laughs) fucking liar and such a criminal that there's all these investigations. Exactly. Unprecedented. I mean, insurrections. The right right has put this in their mind where it's like, they're investigating him. He must be innocent. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And as Alan Dershowitz points out... uh, they only do these raids as a last resort, you know, so that yeah. they don't go in unless they know they're going to find something. So this is a clip from Newsmax. So obviously this is where Alan Dershowitz gets to go talk now. <laughs> yes. uh, he used to be on CBS, ABC, all the shows. But then uh, he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and possibly raped a young girl. So now he has to be on Newsmax. <laughs> so they want. So this is again. This is the double edged sword of what the FBI is playing with here. Mm-hmm. If this is a last resort. Then we better get, get to that something. damn island very fast and figure out what the hell is in those documents. But let's mm-hmm. play Alan Dershowitz kind of setting up how significant this is that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. Well, I suspect it has to do with some uh, investigations leading toward Donald Trump, Donald Trump and some of his uh, associates. But again, the law is clear. You don't engage in a raid unless you've exhausted all the other remedies, unless you believe that the person raided will destroy the evidence. Uh, raids are not a first recourse in America. They're a last recourse. Boom. And so uh, the government will have to show a court eventually that they exhausted all other possibilities or they had a reasonable basis for believing that the evidence would be destroyed if it was sought in the normal legal course of events through subpoena. Raids are a last resort. But today, in many instances, it's being used as a first resort. The same thing is true. They're supposed to be last resorts. You write a letter to the lawyer saying, please show up in front of a judge. And that's the way it usually works. But Mm. in order to get on television, they have a lot of these raids where people are arrested, put in handcuffs, sometimes put in leg shackles, bailed and eyed. Presumption still applies, but it's applied only in theory, but not in practice. Now, I would say Hmm. it has been a long time, Mm -hmm. right? If this investigation has been going on since he he took these 15 boxes. Right. Again, it does sort of reek. Hillary's emails. 
Ugh. But if it has been going on that long and they have been asking. They did. They asked uh, repeatedly. Yes, multiple times. And, of course, Trump and his team said, we have we have totally cooperated and participated in everything that the National Archive wants. But then you see publicly how, like, no one shows up for hearings. Right. No one seems to give a shit about yeah. anything but themselves. So I would err on the side of they probably haven't given the information that the National Archive wants back to them. As a matter of fact, we have some evidence of flushing down documents <laughs> in toilets. I mean, it's just stuff that you can't even make up. If you tried, you would say, this is not America. This is straight out of like Bullworth Part 4, right. where they've like cast some <laughs> ridiculous, where they where they cast Michael Madsen to play Bullworth. Right. <laughs> it is just so out of like insane land. And again, when when the American people talk about the lack of faith in the American system and the American government, it's because we feel like we're being gaslit. Right. Wow. Well, and this, what's more gaslit lighting than this? I mean, this that's how unless there's an actual damn fire, unless there's an actual fire. Absolutely. I mean, this again, this was uh, so unprecedented. Um, everyone's going to have their own spins on it, but yes. until the FBI and the federal government comes forward and says, this is what we are looking for, and we either found it or we did not, that obviously will answer a lot of questions on all sides. But again, yes. the damage could already be done, right? Because eventually- What do you guys think about the timing? We were talking, or I was uh, discussing this uh, in my own brain with uh, Jerry, my <laughs> little beagle chihuahua. Ah. Um, a year to date of the raid- 40 years, rather, I believe it was 40 years to the date, that was the day that Richard Nixon resigned. That's right. We talked about so, that also. Did that make it seem too political? Like, if you're the right. FBI, is that some of the, one of those things where it's like, we're not even looking at the calendar for any kind of historical relevance to this raid? Or does it just reek of, I don't know, partisanship? Well, um, MSNBC hosts were very quick to point out Lawrence O'Donnell Namely, but they were saying it like it was a positive, right? right? And then on the other side, they're like, see, it proves because 40 right. years ago, Richard Nixon resigned. That just so happens to be the day they're going to raid a president, former president of the United States. Right. I don't know. What does that mean? I mean, I don't know either. I mean, August 8th was the day that Richard Nixon resigned. Uh, it could be symbolic. It could only be that to the people that really hate Donald Trump. It's like you said, until the FBI kind of comes forward and the Justice Department says this is what we were looking for and this is why we did it now, again, because they had exhausted all other avenues. As Mr. Dershowitz said, it's a last resort, um, and it's supposed to be a last resort. So, you know, it's hard to say if this thing is going to be entirely political, I think it's going to be deemed as entirely political well, absolutely. by both sides. Well, right. of course, it's going to be seen as political from the outside, but the core is what was the FBI thinking? Mm. Why not both? Why not both? It's supposed to be an independent entity, right? Right. But I mean, with everything happening, may, the, the reality is, hey, this guy, we've asked him for the documents repeatedly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the FBI is being made a joke of at this point. The National Archives are being made a joke of. I mean, it's the right. National Archives. Yeah. How dare you res disrespect the Library of Congress? It's Bring where we back keep that our book. books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. According to retired FBI special agent Michael Tabman. He says the FBI likely has an informant within Trump's home. Ooh. So that's what he says. So that's it's Ivanka. <laughs> Ivanka? Like, he threw her under the bus when <laughs> she was like, I didn't like what happened on January 6th. He's like, she was always stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, boy. It could be Jared, too. Jared was also a little yeah. insulted by the, by the Donald. Or Bannon. Oh, Absolutely. Oh Bannon oh said he was going to beat the living hell out of him, which so that would be a geriatric fight on par with Tim A uh, going <laughs> oh, against the other kid from South Park. So Tabman says, I think somebody gave the FBI the information indicating that there were documents there that they were interested in. He explained, you got evidence that you need to get before it disappears mm. or it moves and you can't uh, see it anymore. So uh, perhaps there was an informant within Mar-a-Lago, which could literally be anybody. Melania. It she could looks be like a spy. anybody. She, she looks is, like a spy. She looks like she fights Bullwinkle. Oh, he yeah. Has the yes, I know. Moussin Square. Where is Moussin Square? Yeah, exactly. Donald, please, we must kill Moussin Square. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. 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 Don't do this Christmas shit. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. I love it. That was the moment I related to it the most. Like, Melania's pretty cool. This is what Tabman had to say. He says, I think somebody gave them inf information uh, indicating that there were documents there, adding mm. there 
are two hypothetical insider revelations. You have not been told the truth about their existence. You're not getting them unless you come get them. Oh, come that, and get them. Absolutely. So that's what he told the Daily Mail. He says, I think there was I think there was inside information. Call it an informant if you want. I believe either someone told them something or some other information was stumbled upon, which was kind of conclusive in their minds that they had to go now to get that or they're not going to get it. And again, the words that and it. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's it? What? Well, and actually, um, Trump has a statement about everything as well. Absolutely. And, and I know we have Donald Trump was, with us. That was a very interesting thing to read, too, because he wasn't there. And this kind of yes. leads to that informant idea. If Trump was there, oh my God, that would be a whole different. Sack well, do you of also potatoes. think they waited for him not to be there? That's right? what because I'm saying. We also have to remember oh, he is under informant. He is under constant Secret Service mm-hmm. protection. Even if he's not at Mar-a-Lago, right. the Secret Service is still there. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, the FBI had to be like, "Ring, ring, hey, Secret Service, we're coming by." They let them in. Yeah. Mm. So it is an interesting turn of events when it comes to can he now trust his own secret service, secret service members. And again, when it comes to the comfortability of that man, uh, it just does not seem to be on the uptick. His post-presidential life, in my personal opinion, <laughs> right. has been a waking fucking nightmare. But Donald, I know you're here with us. Um, what do you want to say about what happened at Mar-a-Lago this week? These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach, Florida, <laughs> is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, this unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. They even broke into my safe. Oh. They, even they took pictures of my toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't sniff my special sniff salts. Those are mine. Did, uh, did uh, Alex Jones ever send you a hot pic of his wife? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I put that in my safe, too. It was just Alex Jones in a bra. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So obviously, the wrong photo. <laughs> obviously, if you're Donald Trump and you're the Trump team, this was, I would assume, a surprise. Many surprise. people, again, <laughs> would never have bet this was going to happen this past Friday. They'd be like, what's going to happen on Monday? Right. Because, again, six freaking years. The walls are closing in. That's all we heard. Steel dossier. Mm -hmm. That's all we heard. Trump's Mm going to get it. He's going to be in cuffs before you know it. I'm pretty desensitized to it now, which is why this action was like, oh, action. Maybe the walls are finally closing in. That's what Michael- Unless they're not. Unless they're not again. And that's the thing. Like like Fernando said, the Teflon Don, man, nothing sticks. And he just keeps on sailing on through. He really is becoming like a frog person (laughs) where he just hippity hops away. Michael Cohen- uh, who, of course, went mm-hmm. down for the Donald and then had to build up his character again. Kind of. And kind of turned against Donald in all those public hearings. He says the end is near, that the raid means the end is near. And obviously all the MSNBC hosts are going to keep saying what they said the last of course, six because, years. Yeah, Michael Cohen, again, a grifter, a scumbag, the exact same thing as uh, Avenatti, mm-hmm. who was all over MSNBC. Against strange bedfellows. I don't give it. I don't play politics like that. If you're a scumbag, you're a scumbag. I don't really care if you kind of don't like the guy I don't like. Right. You're still an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael Cohen only had his come to Jesus moment when he realized that he's a bitch. Yeah. How <laughs> right. fucked he was. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's, right. He didn't. He's not. He, he would do the exact same thing again if he didn't get caught. Right. But then there is the flip side of it, where you have your Steve Bannons again. You have all the big. Republicans, Trump acolytes calling for destroying the FBI. This is our one big chance. Mm. That's why Steve Bannon's saying vote, vote, vote in November. Because if the Republicans take the House and they kick Kevin McCarthy out of the speakership and they give that to Jim Jordan, then it's a whole new ball game. And, and then they mean, could actually take action this, against the Justice Department. In this binary world, then, does that mean that the Democratic candidates would have to support the FBI? Because I don't oh. know if that's a political winner. That's not. Do they have to say, well, but it's like, no, I mean, COINTELPRO, the FBI's done a lot of really sketchy things. Is this even in the top 20? I don't know. (laughs) Right. Uh, He's still alive. 
Yeah. Well, you know, the FBI, right. the CIA, <laughs> right. they're known to do certain things right. that lead to corpses everywhere. Yes, CIA, they lie, spy, and make people die. That's what they do. So this is what Michael Cohen tweeted. He says, here's what Trump's attorneys should be telling him. Mm. When the FBI raids, all you do is prepare for jail. Certainly wow. that's what his attorneys told him. <laughs> Damn, <wait a> <laughs> he, t- he tweeted the message along with the hashtag Karma Boomerang. Oh, Karma my boomerang. God, these guys. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> and then he said the end is near. So, again, we're talking to people who lie half the time and don't know if they're telling the truth the other half. Right. So can we trust anything that Michael Cohen says? A boomerang comes back around. Karma it comes boomerang. back around. And Travis looked confused. I just wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like, why the hell is a lawyer tweeting that? Karma. He's not, he's not a lawyer anymore. Yeah, I got, right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's been yeah. disbarred. Yes, he's been disbarred. Exactly. As, uh, of course, Bill Barr should also be disbarred. Anyone oh. with the last name Barred <laughs> should be disbarred. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bernard Carrick. What's going on now as well is, if anyone was on social media, the ridiculous area of uh, conversation that it is, mm. hashtag civil war oh. was trending on Twitter. Oh, my God. And oh. I'm sure on truth. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people like Bernard Carrick are saying that the Democrats might now try to assassinate Trump. What? What? So Bernard Carrick, we can actually play this sound here. Now, this is Bernard Carrick, a man who also spent a little bit of time in the pokey uh, for corruption charges. <laughs> this like is what pokey. he had to say when like it comes to. Yes, exactly. When it comes to the left escalating violence against Donald Trump. And again, this is a conversation that's happening across our country now. I really don't think we're headed towards the Civil War. I think there's way too much food, to be honest. <laughs> right. Um, but let's play again. This is from Newsmax, uh, the channel that. You know, offers a home for the people like Bernard Carrick. <laughs> right. If you remember back in 2016, when I, when right before he got elected, I was in Washington, D.C. I was at a couple different social events and I heard people talking. They said the Democrats want this guy so bad that they wouldn't put assassination behind it. Oh and, and I'm going to tell you something. They've tried impeachment. They've tried another impeachment. They've tried one investigation after another. This is about one thing. This is about stopping him from running in 2024. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm not into conspiracies. I'm not into anti-government rhetoric. This is the first time in my lifetime that I would say I am deathly afraid for Donald Trump. I would not put assassination behind these people. Former, NY, former NYPD Commissioner Bernard Carrick, again, a man uh, who was a known uh, felon and a man who, when he got out of prison, said, we need to reform those. Uh, but then <laughs> since he's sort of forgotten about yeah. the people rotting in prison based upon many of his own policies. Right. It's always funny to me, the sentence. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, dot, 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 followed by, they're (laughs) trying to kill him. Right, right, right. (laughs) I don't know if that is the case, and I think if we've looked at most of the political violence over these past few years, uh, the right seems to be the ones that have most of the guns. And, of Mm -hmm. course, when it comes to verbiage, certainly the ones that seem to be promoting assassinations go to uh, to the man that actually lost in his primary when his ad was all about rhino hunting. Oh, right. He was going to kill Republicans. And he said, don't worry, there's no bag limit. So I, again, there's a lot of deflection. Yeah. And there is a lot of rhetoric that makes your brain hurt because you're like, I don't know if that is the right angle on this. Right. 
I mean, I remember burning effigies of Obama and burning effigies of Hillary I remember Clinton. when you were doing that. We're like, <laughs> Fernando, not in the studio. Right. He just did it the other day. And I'm like, yeah, he hasn't been president in 12 years. Obama's not even president anymore. I remember president seeing anymore. burning effigies. Of, I remember. Right, 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 yes. Yeah. That, those did exist, though. Yes. You're absolutely right. I mean, that is how we got Donald Trump, right? The pendulum swung so far left that... Uh, God forbid, right? These and it wasn't that far left. It wasn't even that far left, but because these scared white people, How dare we elect a black man? They were so scared right. of the fact that we had elected the first black president in our history that the pendulum then swung right so hard that we got Donald Trump. And again, this new form of, of right, which is a, a hodgepodge not of even bizarre <laughs> political ideology and exactly yeah. uh, oftentimes made up in the mind of the voter. That's why when you look at the coalition of Trump, that he has created, um, you have some people who are like, I'm just a good old-fashioned fiscal conservative. I work in Wall Street. And then you have other people saying, I think JFK Jr. is going to make a great vice president. Yay! <laughs> is the end near Don McLean, the man who sang and wrote the iconic song American Pie? Oh. He said he's worried that we're on a path to some kind of civil war. Oh, McLean wow. said in a recent interview, we won't even say what those letters stand for. He also pointed out that he didn't like uh, the polarized political environment with music like Cardi B's WAP. So I wow. don't know what's going on with Tom Wait, McClane, wait how now, is that he, political? I don't know. She's talking about her wet ass pussy, which as we've <laughs> talked about many times on last podcast and the left proper, that is when your ass sweats to the point where it drips oh. to your vagina. Oh. He goes on to say, we won't even say what those letters stand for. Don McLean, they stand for wet ass pussy. Wet. You can say that. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but then he goes on to say, but that tells you something about the group of people who are producing the leaders that we have. <laughs> now that we've got an old man in office, Joe Biden, who's a stalwart and a throwback, but is he doing the bidding for that group? <gasps> so, oh, oh, no, we've no. lost Don McLean. <laughs> it's just, this is why I'm not talking after 65. Right, right, right. That's good <laughs> He's policy. so upset with Cardi B's pop song about a wet ass <laughs> pussy. Who cares? Right. I mean, back then, people probably looked at him and said, hey, you can't write a nine minute song. Sir, where are we going to put that on the radio? <laughs> Cardi B calls Joe Biden. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. It's just, we pissed off Don McLean. It's just ridiculous. But uh, again, I, I I don't think that we are going to have a civil war. No. I really don't. That'd be nice um, if we didn't. I don't want one. <laughs> I love everybody in every state, and I got fans and friends everywhere. We do. I, yeah, I don't want this. Um, but this is just a fascinating, abs to just use the word fascinating. <gasps> Absolutely fascinating. It's fascinating. <laughs> Turn of events. Yes. Something we have never seen before and hopefully we never see again. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Please. <laughs> it's just brutal out there. But we'll keep you up to date as uh, we find out what the FBI gleaned from the search. Mm -hmm. Um how is this going to affect candidates? How is this going to affect the midterms? Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. And right. you're correct, Fernando. Despite any intention from the FBI, which I don't infer anything, they're a strange, cold corporate entity. Corporate that right there. Is mm stale and you know it's just like the idea of like them viewing politics the way that we view politics i think they're just a monolith and they are their political view is the fbi right but if it doesn't bring us any uh evidence if it doesn't bring us to any conclusions and they just throw the meat back to us right. and they say you guys decide like what Mueller did mm-hmm Please, Lord, if you're going to do something this dramatic, you better have a very dramatic bunch of evidence to show us very soon. Yeah, you got to hope that one of those 15 boxes wasn't Pandora's box and you just open up a whole new can of whoop ass that the Republicans Seriously. are going to use as more motivation in mm -hmm. the November elections. This is what Ron DeSantis tweeted. The raid on Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. Will uh. people like Hunter Biden get oh. treated with kid gloves? Again, Hunter Biden is not the president. He's the son of a president. He's a spoiled bitch. Got it. He has no political power. All Doesn't good. matter at all. No problem. There's a guy on Fox News that yelled about Hunter Biden's laptop last night, too. What, what's their point with that? Just that the FBI didn't go after the laptop? I don't understand. 
That's it. That's okay, it. great. That's it. <laughs> he's again, doing bad stuff. Oh. As Travis alluded. And, uh, honestly, it looks like he's doing really fun stuff from the pictures <laughs> I've seen. As Travis alluded to earlier, the Hillary Clinton campaign was none too pleased with the feds either. That's right. That's right. That's kind of the FBI's job. Piss everybody off and then don't explain. <laughs> you better explain. Well, we were going to play this clip of this uh, really bullshit uh, pastor, but we can, we'll can we talk about it later. Basically, there's this dude, the, the Door McAllen Church. Um, he played a uh, version of Hamilton they did a play for Hamilton. They speaking stole, of the, they they, stole they, it. They weren't they stole allowed. It, yeah. yeah. And uh, speaking of the culture wars that we're going through, uh, then he did this whole thing on how being gay is wrong, but uh, he just put on a performance of Hamilton. So there's really nothing gayer than that, is there? <laughs> right. so. Yeah. How do you... How do you try to make Hamilton less gay? It's yeah. like, come on, buddy. You can't do that, <laughs> you man. You can't do that. So these are the people that are out there, obviously, right now, outside of Mar-a-Lago. Speaking of sycophants and people in the pews, there's a massive rally going on right, outside a of Mar-a-Lago. There's, there's a Mar-a-Lago. gathering. Yep. It's just like the Juggalos. Get your fago out, folks. Have a good time. <laughs> and um, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But Something. We'll finish something up better this conversation happened. next week. Something, or this, uh, later on this week, something better happen. Um, because, my God, what a crazy day yesterday. Yesterday was a day I felt like that was similar to January 6th, just in its, uh, it's an immense importance. Right, right, right. And as we know with January 6th, that's been dragging on for a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and it just and can't continue to drag on. We need answers if you're going to do stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely historic for a former president's home to be raided after right. their presidency. It would be wild if Merrick Garland just does a press conference and says, uh, we got exactly what we were looking for. Hot nude photos of Alex Jones' wife. <laughs> here they are yeah. in print on gloss paper, folks. You see it here first. It hey, was, hey, you get that back to me. It was all entirely worth it. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We'll get through all of this craziness together. We have no other choice. And yeah, no don't, choice. We'll be dead at some point. So, you know, Woo-hoo. we'll just try to have as much fun as, with us as possible. Okay, everyone. We'll be back later on this week. Thank you for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.